Writer Sophie Jackson describes a winter scene in her study, Medieval Christmas. As evening approached on Twelfth Night, the medieval farmer, with his farm hands, would prepare to enact an ancient ritual to ensure the fertility of his land for the coming year. They would go down to the fields and find the highest spot to set twelve small fires and one large bonfire. Once the fires were lit, pledges were made with wassail, and there was much shouting. It seems likely that this was an ancient custom whose origins surely lie in pre-Christian beliefs. Rituals like that have been transformed and embraced in 21st century America. Here is what we learned from Greg Garrison in Alabama. He writes, In Old England, Twelfth Night was the burning of the greens. You took the Christmas wreaths down and burned them, said the Reverend Bill King, rector of Trinity Episcopal Church in Clanton, Alabama. In the Old English tradition, you'd have a bonfire on Twelfth Night. According to a British newspaper, the Daily Mirror, Garrison tells us it was a folk belief that spirits lived in the holly and greenery used to decorate for Christmas. The festive season provided shelter for the spirits, but they needed to be released when the season was over. If the custom wasn't followed, it was believed to cause agricultural problems in the spring. That from AL.com. Many communities across the U.S. hold Christmas tree bonfires to mark Twelfth Night, though many realize that recycling those trees is better for the environment. They have hot cocoa and sing carols and make the evening a festive celebration to close one chapter of the winter season, looking ahead to the new. In Shakespeare's comedy Twelfth Night, the clown feste, a complex character indeed, would perhaps get a laugh as we bring together the Twelfth Night tradition of bonfires and the play itself in which Feste appears. We do so to celebrate a milestone for the Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble and the opening of their 2023-2024 season with Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. That BTE has a full 2023-24 season ahead in the post-pandemic world is something to celebrate in and of itself. But on August 20th, at the close of the company's 45th season, BTE burned the mortgage for their longtime home, the Alvina Krauss Theater on Center Street in downtown Bloomsburg. While it wasn't a bonfire, still, there was some burning. So... As the bonfires of yore bring to a close one season, and according to some, ensure the fertility of the fields in the future, in this case we might say the fields of endeavor, the creative fields, so too a new season begins at the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. We had a chance to speak by phone with John White Spunner, BTE Managing Director, and Aaron White, member of the resident acting company, who's in the cast of Twelfth Night. And we learn about the old and the new. John tells us first how long they've been working to be free and clear of mortgages of any kind. I would say that it's been somewhat in the range of 40 years that it's been ongoing before we've owned our own building. This particular mortgage was like, I think it was 10 years back that we took this particular mortgage out. And it has been, it's a, like it's a weight lifted and it's a joyous thing to, we now own two buildings. 
Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble owns its own two buildings, the theatre and the rehearsal space. And they're close by, are they? They're within about three blocks Mm -hmm. of each other. We have a tech crew who either segue backwards and forwards (laughs) and or skateboard backwards and forwards. Such fun and very efficient. It's more, though, than just a collective sigh of relief, of course. What will this make possible, John, if you don't have to make a regular mortgage payment? What does that free up for you? Well, it frees up our operating revenue by, you know, it's another $750 a month that we have to put towards payroll. That's that's really what the big thing is, because as, as a theater, our main cost is payroll. And so we're always happy to have some more revenue to put in that direction. I mean, the excitement, Erica, about this particular mortgage was that it was something that I don't Nobody really has heard of happening before, which was three banks coming together to make this mortgage so that BTE would still be here for the future. And that was a decision made by those three bankers way back in like 2010, I think. What a validation then of their perception or understanding of the contribution BTE makes to the community as a whole. Yeah, one of them said to Jerry Stropnicki, who was in the company at that point, said to him that we just couldn't bear to think of the community without our theater. And let me ask you, how touch and go was it during the COVID pandemic? Were you ever worried that you might, like so many theaters around the country, not get through? At the beginning of the pandemic, we just didn't know what was going to happen. Like everybody else, we were in a state of, I won't say panic, but we were in a very nervous place um, because we were just a week away from opening a a play called Airness, and we had to cancel it. And it wasn't until federal government, state government, and various other institutions, including our own county commissioners, stepped forward and started putting money in the way of the arts in a way that is not normally done, that's how we were able to sustain ourselves. And as time went by, we got better at, got more adept at actually finding where those funds were. So once once those state and federal funds started to flow, we were never in doubt about our survival. And I think the really important point to make here is that BTE here in Bloomsburg has just paid off a mortgage. And the stories that you're hearing and reading about from theaters across the country where they are not, some of them are closing, some of them are closing for a season, some of them are laying off staff, some of them are doing, you know, they're doing what it is they can do to try and survive for the future. Some of them are not surviving. This is is something that is a really kind of like a little ray of hope, I think, for the theater community to know and to hear that here in Bloomsburg, there is a community that loves its theater enough that we work together with them, you know, in a partnership that means that we're going to be here. Yeah, I, I think it's imperative. The three banks is a story. I think I want to highlight John saying that there were many institutions, both government and private, that um, supported us through the pandemic and that the challenges have not gone away. That, that the pandemic may be 
has been diminished, but we are still seeing audiences being sluggish to return. And, and so for us, we are celebrating the institutions that have supported us, and we are inviting folks who may not be part of institutions. We need the, those individual folks to come and support us in the same way. And so now we have a place, we have a home that is paid off, and we would love folks to come and populate that space and help us survive for the next 45 years. Was the community with you when you struck the match or however you started the flame? And was the newspaper there? Yes, we've got, we, we had the newspaper there. We had the three bankers, representatives of the three banks that were involved. They were there. And we, we invited all of our donors who wanted to attend on that, on that day. And we had about 100 people gathered down by the river at the farm in Bloomsburg, which is a new venue in town, which has been very generous to us. They gave us the space. And yeah, we had a, we had a party and we, we burned some paper. <laughs> the bankers burned the paper. That is true. Party congratulations. What a long haul. And as you suggest, we won't get, we'll, we'll celebrate with you. But as you suggest, Aaron, that every day is, is a challenge for a nonprofit. And that's why we want to talk to you about Twelfth Night as you start the season ahead. And we always know that BTE has had a tradition of doing wonderful Shakespearean productions. How is it that you chose Twelfth Night to launch the 2023-2024 season? Well, uh, there are actually quite a few factors. It is a favorite of many in the company. I will say that it's certainly my favorite comedy. And uh, Elizabeth Dowd, our our senior member of, of the resident acting company, has a long history with that. She actually played it when she was a student at Northwestern. She swapped roles with the person that played Viola and Olivia. They actually swapped when they got into Bloomsburg, and she played it again when they in the early days of BTE. And then she directed it once, and this will be the third uh, performance of Twelfth Night that she's been in over the last 40, 45 years, 46 years, actually. And she's playing with Malvolio this time around. So um, we're really excited to celebrate that those 46 years and her long history. It's also, uh, it's in the zeitgeist at the moment. So many of these gender-bending stories that are populating much of Shakespeare are right now very much in the, the national conversation. And we thought we would bring it forward um, because it's also just fun. It's a fun show. And uh, the discovery of what identity is and the mix-up of identity within the play is one of those things that I think works every single time. I've been in a lot of Shakespeare, and there are certain devices that he uses that no matter how many times I see it played, the audience always goes for it with, with belly laughs and with, with applause. So Twelfth Night is absolutely one of those structurally delightful plays that the audience is going to have a really great time watching and, and playing along. We just celebrated your burning of the mortgage for the Alvina Krauss Theater. You're doing this play outside. <laughs> that is correct. Due to some of the support that we got from the county commissioners, we are refurbishing our HVAC system. And there was a good chance that it might bump into our season opener as we were planning for the season. As it turns out, that's exactly what happened. And so we, it was a pretty prudent decision for us to, to have a season opener elsewhere outside of our theater. And so we're excited for folks to come to our theater for a Christmas story, but they should come to Bloomsburg Town Park this week 
We have a rain venue in the Coldwell Consistory that people can check our, our Facebook and our website every day at noon just to see where the show will actually be. And then we're actually going out on tour. So we are, we'll be in Williamsport the second week of September. And uh, then we're touring to individual schools for the third week of September. And then the fourth week of September and October 1st, we will be at River Stage Theater in Lewisburg. So we're hoping that we'll catch some folks that don't know about BTE and or we'll uh, be able to attract some folks who remember going to Bloomsburg. And maybe this will remind them that Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble is still around and that we're still pretty awesome and they should come check us out. Great strategy. Let me ask you, though, as an actor... What's the delight of doing Shakespeare outside where you can refer to something and a bird answers or things like that? Well, I think it forces companies to do something that modern audiences maybe take for granted. Shakespeare performed his plays in general life, and they were seen, and the soliloquies were conversations between the characters and the audiences. And so there is a wonderful mutual imagining that happens between the actors and the audiences simply because everybody is in light. We're used to, as modern audiences, hiding in the darkness and watching from afar. Mm -hmm. And Shakespeare's plays work best. And I think there is actually a clarity of understanding when you're listening to the text and you're engaged and you have to imagine with the actors. I think that's one of the main reasons why outdoor Shakespeare is so, so delightful. And... Also, there are plays that you have to listen to, and sometimes being able to, to change your seat <laughs> or, or shift around allows folks to listen better, I think. When it's dark in the audience and you, you can look and you can see things, but I think being outside helps us, as you say, all of a sudden a bird chirps. That's the sound. <laughs> and, uh, and so I think working outside helps us hear better, quite honestly. What character or characters do you play? <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I play Festy the Clown. It's a, it is a bucketless role that I'm really excited to play. I also wrote five, five, five songs or, or sets. Shakespeare actually puts lyrics into the majority of his plays. And so I've set five of those songs to original music. And speaking of playing outside, he also has a great line about foolery walks the orb like the sun, it shines everywhere. And boy, we have been feeling the sun shining everywhere in Bloomsburg Park <laughs> the last couple of days as we've been rehearsing. How are you dressing? Well, for rehearsal, scantily, but we will be in uh, full garb in the coming days where actually we have our first dress rehearsal tonight. It is not quite set in Shakespeare's time. Uh, we're embracing the anachronisms that are part of, of, of Shakespeare's work. But we'll, we'll, we'll have costumes, some robes. I believe the, the original Illyria is in Croatia, on the coast of Croatia. So um, I think there, there is an Eastern European feel to Tom Surcott's designs for costumes. No matter what the society and what the situation, the date, the time, Shakespeare knew something about the role of the jester in the world, the role uh, of feste, that we need a feste. Uh, yes. Uh, well, and one of the magical things about that character is that he says truth to folks in power, which I, I think is always important, mm -hmm. and then at the end of it, honks a horn. 
So whereas may- maybe the folks might be thinking of a gesture with uh, bells on his on his hat or in, in his hand, I have a squeaker horn, a bike horn. I actually have two in unexpected places. And so just to remind everybody, booping you on the nose, hey, you're not that... Uh, <laughs> you're not that special, and we're not that serious, but we're here together, and that is, that does make us pretty pretty special. So, yes, it is not bells on my toes, but I do have honkers in my knee. <laughs> John, do you have the specifics about dates and times and the tour? Yep, I do. We will be in the park, we hope, but as Aaron says, we have got a rain venue in the Caldwell Consistory because of the weather that's coming potentially this weekend. We're here 7th, 8th, and 9th in Bloomsburg. Then we will be at Community Theatre League in Williamsport, the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. And that's open to the public in the evenings at 7.30 on the 15th, 16th, and at 2 o'clock on the 17th. So that's in, that's in Williamsport. Then we go out to some schools the next week, and then the final performances will be at River Stage in Lewisburg and open to the public the 29th, the 30th, and the 1st of October. The 29th and 30th at 7.30 and the 1st of October at 2.30. John White Spunner, BTE Managing Director, and Aaron White, member of the resident acting company who plays Feste, the clown, in Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night is the opening production of the 2023-2024 season at BTE, the Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble, and you can see a performance this weekend. It's free, and it will be at Bloomsburg Town Park, the 7th and 8th at 6 in the evening, and the 9th at 4. In full light, as Aaron reminds us. That's free. Twelfth Night by Shakespeare, directed by Tara Bradway. And it's the 7th and 8th at 6, and the 9th at 4, the Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble's opening production of the new season. They will take the show on the road. They will be at Williamsport's Community Theatre League, the 15th and 16th of September at 7.30 each evening. And the 17th, there'll be a matinee at 2. And they're on to Lewisburg and the River Stage Community Theatre at the end of the month, September 29th and 30th, also at 7.30 in the evening. And October 1st, there's a matinee at 2.30. For all the details about this and the entire season, which we'll learn more about as the days go on, bte.org bte.org Shakespeare's Twelfth Night September 7th and 8th at 6 in the evening free at Bloomsburg's Town Park and the 9th at 4 bte.org